Welcome to episode eight of the Future Money Show. This is a really good one. We have a, our first guest on this podcast. We have Crypto Moonboy. Uh, shout out Crypto Moonboy. Make sure you go follow his channel, subscribe to his channel and all his socials. It's a really good episode. We talk about a lot of his favorite projects. Uh, we talk about a lot of different investment philosophies and ideas. And overall, this episode is really information and knowledge packed. So it's a really uh, a good one for, for everybody to listen to. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, we really enjoyed talking to him and we, we hope to have a lot more guests. So let us know what you think. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our channel and I hope you enjoy the episode. This is the Future Money Show. All right, guys, we have our first guest. Uh, shout out to the Crypto Moon Boy, Nick. <laughs> um, we brought him on here because he has a lot of lot of knowledge of the space. He's been in the space for a few years now. Uh, he's taken a different approach to myself and to Paul. So we brought him in here to get a good conversation. We want to hear everything about him. So Nick, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, what is up, guys? Really happy to be here. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Daniel, for bringing me on as the very first guest. And uh, I do watch your channel. I do watch your podcast. I do watch your clips. I'm a subscriber. And um, thus far, you guys are very fun. So I appreciate that I am now a part of this. So awesome. Uh, Background-wise, I discovered crypto back in 2015. Uh, there's a local crypto conference in my country, and I actually helped organize it. Um, I helped, you know, give the keynote speakers their tags and help them, uh, you know, with, with their uh, with their binders. Um, and I watched the whole entire conference in regards to what crypto is, how Bitcoin was transferred and transact. And uh, they went a little deep into Ethereum and what crypto is trying to do. And that was my first introduction, 2015 physical conference. And from that point, I kind of did a little bit of research. Um, I didn't buy right away. I did a lot of research. I tried to understand I tried to figure out, okay, how do these things function and what is crypto is about? I didn't understand it. I didn't. So I didn't invest. 2015, I didn't invest. 2017, bull run came over and I just watched the market. I didn't invest. I saw Bitcoin go from whatever it was to 19,000 plus dollars. I saw XRP come out of nowhere and blow up. I saw Ethereum touch its all time high. I didn't invest. I was just watching the market saw these videos on YouTube talking about crypto, people mortgaging their houses and refinancing and selling cars. It was wild. People were just throwing everything crypto. And I just didn't, I, I understood, but not enough to put money into it. I was watching. And since that point, I've been watching, 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 watching. And it kind of died off after 2019 and 2020 came. The bull run was about to come back and uh, everyone was kind of hyping it up. And uh, December 2020, was actually my first crypto investment. And I wanted to start with the blue chips. So I started yep. my first crypto with XRP and Cardano. So those are my very two, first two coins, XRP, Cardano. And um, I focused on stacking those bags. Yep. Um, at the time, XRP was actually going up. This is before the SEC stuff. It was actually going up. So I bought XRP at like 60 cents. And then the <laughs> SEC stuff came in freaking 19 cents. And I was like, what's going on here? What is this? <laughs> So we're not going to slander my project. We're not going <laughs> to slander my project here. Uh, XRP holders, XRP so, army, I got your back. We're not going to slander my project. Here. XRP has just been nothing for me, but it's not his fault. It, you know, it's going through a lawsuit. We understand that. 100%. But that's my first introduction to crypto. And then I just got deeper in the space. I invested into the high blue chips. People talk, uh, told me about, you know, Zillica. Had a pretty good bag of Zillica. 
had a pretty you know good amount of Ethereum, four or five Ethereum. And I just, you know, started learning. I wanted to really educate myself. I didn't want to go blindly into investments and just not understand what I'm doing. So I spent a lot of time, a lot of hours um, just reading, researching, understanding, tearing through YouTube yep. videos. And um, 2021 has been my best year, my favorite year, my most progressive year uh, when it comes to learning, when it comes to moving forward, when it comes to if there's one point in time in my life that I can say was a definitive um, driver for, you know, pushing me forward as a person, it was 2021. Because what I learned over the years and what I learned from self-education, I took and I tried to make the best investments I could. And for the most part, they did pay off. And I'm very happy today. But um, that's my crypto background. Uh, for me, career-wise, I've been in finance. I've been in compliance uh, for the better part of the last seven or eight years. Um, and I've been a content creator. I've had um, about three different YouTube channels. Uh, they're all over 10,000 subs. So, you know, I kind of do quite a few things, but Big boy. I like to have fun. yeah, yeah. I, I like to have fun. I like to enjoy myself. I like to be busy. Um, so that's quick little rundown of me. I, lo I love that. I love that. Honestly, Nick, like, like I said, I've known you for a couple of years now. I really, really appreciate you coming on to the channel. Uh, you definitely know what you're talking about. Uh, like I said, I'm also a subscriber of you. I've been watching a lot of your videos. Definitely needed to have you <laughs> hold on. Hold on, hold on, bro. You, bro, all I do is safe mode. You watch safe mode videos? I watch your safe mode videos. I watch your safe mode videos. All I, I do is safe moon. Are you keeping I up watch... with safe moon? No, I'm keeping oh. up with you. I'm keeping up with uh -huh. you. You want to know what really bro. got me? The $40,000 buy that you did on safe moon. We will get there. We will mm. get there. Let's I go. will ask you that. So my first <laughs> question for you is why safe moon? So... We all know that the beginning of Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, I'm not comparing, I'm giving perspective. Yeah. When those tokens first launched, they had a once-in-lifetime opportunity. The people who bought at those starting bottoms, they are the biggest beneficiaries of the coin pumping. If you were to get Bitcoin sub 100 bucks, my God, you are hey, saving millionaire. Bro, if you were to got Ethereum, BNB, Dogecoin, all these coins, year one on the market, couple months after they launch, they've all performed incredibly well. We can go outside those coins. We can go into yep. the Zillicas. We can go into uh, tokens I love like um, VRA. You know, all of these coins, they've done very well. So I was looking for an opportunity. I was looking for something that I can enter in early that had potential. Nothing is yep. guaranteed. I wanted potential. I wanted something that gave me confidence that made me a early investor and had a lot of room to grow. Respect. You know, looking, yeah, yeah. So I'm um, looking at all these tokens, FAG token, looking at EverEth. A lot of these tokens were popping up and none of them really, you know, they didn't really seem like they had a massive future. They sound, they sound like they had perhaps short to medium term gains. But I really yep. wanted something that I could stick to that made sense. Boom, Safe Moon came up. Uh, a friend of mine introduced me to Safe Moon. He was like, Nick, you need to check out Safe Moon. I'm like, what is this coin, bro? Look at all the zeros. Like, it does this buy tax thing. I don't want to buy that. I didn't buy Safe Moon when I first heard about it. And I'm like, I don't want to buy that. Next day, Nick, Safe Moon's pumping, bro. Look at Safe Moon. I'm like, I'm not buying Safe Moon, bro. What is this? I don't want to buy Safe Moon, right? Bro, but you came day, to like, me about Safe Moon. Bro, I was like, every day in my ear, Safe Moon. Look at this, Safe Moon. And the thing is going 100%, yeah. 120%, yep. 90%. It's like two weeks straight, minimum yep. 90%. I'm like, 
why is this thing pumping? What's going on here? You know, there's a reason, right? I mean, like, you know, we've seen hype with Doge, but this thing was going up a lot. So I started yeah. hopping into the AMAs and reading a little bit. And at the time, yeah. it didn't really have much of anything. It was just like a reflection token. They didn't have a roadmap. You didn't understand what it wanted to do. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I, I just like the community and I like the CEO. And it was my first reflection token. I've never, I didn't even know what reflection tokens were. Satan would introduce me to what a reflection token was. Yeah. Um, it was my first reflection token investment. So, you know, after kind of learning the team, right, I was like, you know what, this, this, this could be something. This is a brand new token. Month one hit top 30 of all coins on CoinGecko. It's first it month. It went it from did. nothing to $6.8 billion. There's never been a crypto to even come close to those numbers month one. So for me, the community the hype, the ideas of all these zeros. And I understood the burning, every single buyer sell liquidity gets added, portions yep. of it goes towards holders. So now there's a sustainable approach to where there's a floor because as the liquidity grows, the token's less volatile. I, as a holder, get rewarded. That in time yep. can pay me enough to actually be considered passive income. Honestly, deflationary token. So I'm like, this looks interesting. I think yep. I want to pick this as my starter I miss Bitcoin. I miss Ethereum. I miss all those great stuff. Yeah. Maybe SafeMoon can do it for me. So I invested. I, I, I put a little bit. I'm fine losing it. Okay. So I got into crypto probably <laughs> around right when you did, probably December, January 2020. Or not got into it. You got into it way before me. I guess uh, I bought my you made first, your first investment. The same, yeah, at yeah, the yeah. same time as you. And I was watching stuff skyrocket. I was watching things go out of control, safe moon, Dogecoin, everything was just taken off and everyone had FOMO. And that that's my fear with, I guess what you're saying for me is that I don't want to give into FOMO. And when you were saying like, if you just got in on any of these coins on year one, uh, you would, you'd be a millionaire. Well, that's the case with like most things. And if we look at it like that, and we look at an investment of, oh, you know, if it takes off, then I'll be rich rather than investing in the idea or the utility or the uh yeah the utility that they're trying to provide then you know i, I just feel like fomo is such a such a thing that people deal with I, nowadays i agree with you there I, I do like nick's approach though because nick has done extensive due diligence like you said that's the sure. only project that he speaks about uh my question for nick is they are moving from a layer one to a layer two now right uh version one to version two contract yeah yeah yeah. Um, well, you know, yeah. So uh, to, to your point, Paul, you're right. Uh, I invested in Safe Moon a little bit. I, I didn't buy 40 grand at that point because it didn't have enough <laughs> to give me that kind of confidence. Yeah. So I put enough to give me a good position. But mm -hmm. if I, I if I lost it, I'll be cool. I'm still paying my bills. I'm still buying gas. I'm good. Right. After I saw what they wanted to do, when I heard about the roadmap, the wallet, the exchange, the blockchain, their utility, they want to, you know, go after renewable energy and, you know, work on the wind turbine section of uh, renewable energy, because that's not really something people focus on. People focus on solar panels. Um, and then I saw they're actually bringing out products. It was no longer talk. I actually have the wallet. My crypto is in there. I've transacted. I've sent BNB. I've taken BNB off. They just added Wallet Connect so I can connect my saving wallet to dApps. It, it's really legit. So once utility came, that is when Daniel saw that 40K buy, because I'm like, okay, 
This isn't just a pump coin. Mm-hmm. There's probably something real here that could actually manifest to real wealth because they're actually building and doing what they're saying. So when you combine a crypto that has a community like SafeMoon being, uh, I think it peaked at 2.9 million wallet holders at its current point. <laughs> combine that with they're actually fulfilling their roadmap. The team is docs. They have a certic audit. The audit score yep. was 92%, which is heavy. Yeah. Um, they migrated from a version one to a version two contract because the version one contract had limitations and it held them back from doing certain things. So they V2 the token, reducing the supply. So we no longer have a one quadrillion circulating supply. We now have a one trillion circulating supply. And the purpose of that was to pair with BTC and ETH. Uh, due to all the zeros in version one, you couldn't, you, you can't pair with tokens that are in the thousand plus dollars per coin. It just doesn't yep. work. Um, so we V2 for that purpose, plus having more flexible contract. Um, you know, there's a lot of benefits to our V2 now. So they're moving forward. As you move forward, I gain more confidence. As you fulfill your roadmap, I am very more, I'm very comfortable to, I'm very comfortable to understand. Um, I trust yep. the team at this point. Safe has been in the market for almost a year. Safe just partnered with Taxbit. Um, Taxbit is a, I guess, cryptocurrency tax company that they're helps people really file their taxes. Yeah, bro, they're really out, good. In a, you know, Safe was in a conversation of like, you know, Coinbase, Binance US, um, all these other partners that have partnered with Taxbit. It's just very ridiculous to me that a crypto like Safe would go this far, you know, getting patents for the wind turbine technology, going this far. The, the exchange is delayed. Is delayed because they're waiting on compliance and regulation first. They want, they want to, to do be it right. compliant. Yeah, they want to be compliant. Binance didn't wait. Binance is just like exchange. Let's go. And then they had issues earlier on in 2021 where the UK banned them, a couple places banned them. They had to work on all the yep. regulation. Now they're back in the market. Yep. Safeman wants to do all the regulatory and the compliance stuff first. So people are talking about oh we're delayed and all this stuff. Well, we understand why why we're delayed. If you want to rush a product and give us a mediocre product to where in the future we're going to get hit with certain things, um, you know, like a lawsuit or like, you know, whatever else is going to come with that. Avoid all that now. Work on the ground foundation of what the exchange should be like now. Regulation, all that stuff. Um, they just applied for a EU money license, um, which is going to help with their debit card being global. The debit card can be synced to the exchange and then you can just transact and buy things. It's just a really cool ecosystem. They're doing things right. I've never seen anything that has allowed me to doubt. The only thing I see bad is price action, which every other crypto has. You're going to go up and down. I want it to go to a dollar tomorrow, right? But, you know, so that's it. Right. Yeah, that's um, kind of me why I'm so bullish. So, yeah. I hey, get to one sorry. cent first. Get to one cent <laughs> first, and then we could talk about it. Let me, let me ask you this. I'm only messing with go Let me ask you this. Something after, but go ahead. I, I don't know much about SafeMoon. DQ's probably done much more research than I have. Um, so what exactly is the utility that they're building right now? You said it started, they didn't have much utility at first, which what I was told at first. And um, But you're saying they're building a lot of utility uh, now. What is it that they're doing? So this is a heavy question. Um, they, I feel like they're doing everything. They want to take, for the most part, every concept that you know in crypto and modernize it. Um, they're building an exchange. Instead of a regular exchange, that has a regular trading and leveraging and you can buy, sell, hold in a spot wallet. Uh, they want to build a cryptonomic exchange. What is that? Well, think of an idea where you're, you have Bitcoin, your Bitcoin is in your exchange. Just by holding it there, you're going to earn more Bitcoin. Okay. So that exists now. 
I, I, I think it's Celsius that does that. If you hold your assets in Celsius, just by holding, you don't have to stake. Hold your assets in a Celsius wallet and you'll earn more of that asset just by it sitting there. Uh, Safemoon is doing that, but on the exchange level. So they're redefining, right? I, I guess they're trying to um, revolutionize what an exchange is by offering rewards and offering essentially staking without staking. You know, earn, earn any additional crypto on whatever asset you have in the wallet. Dogecoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin, Zillica, whatever. Hold anything in there, you're going to earn more of that. That's incredible. Yeah, that's insane. That's and it's, it, it's not a crazy concept to where how do they do that? Crypto wallets do that right now. Like I said, Celsius does that right now. Hold yeah. your assets in Celsius. We're going to earn more of whatever asset you hold. It's not anything that is like how. It's like they just want it's to feel it bigger. Yeah. yeah. That's number one. I'd rather hold it on next though, though but that's me. Nexo is another one. Yeah, Nexo is very good. Nexo does um, the very same yeah. thing. Uh, number yeah. two, they come into blockchain. This, I don't know how this is going to function, but this is the first reflection token that mm-hmm. has, you know, the buy, sells, transfer, the tax, and the contract that's going to be operating on its own blockchain. No other one of these reflection tokens has its own blockchain. What Safemoon's trying to do with their blockchain is that, you know, let's say the, the, um, the, the Binance Smart Chain, how anyone can just create a token on there. Uh, you can just, you know, copy and paste a contract. Uh, I don't know how they're going to pull this off, but they want to vet every single contract that gets listed on their blockchain. Um, they're going after avoiding scammers, avoiding rug pulls, avoiding honeypots. Um, they want to have due diligence measures in place to where when someone wants to launch something on their blockchain, they're vetted first. So it's almost reassurance to know, okay, it's coming from the Safemoon blockchain. You can at least be reassured that they have KYC documentation or they've already applied um for an audit and giving it to safe one we don't know what the actual vetting process is going to be but they're going to vet every single smart contract you're not just going to copy and paste in upload on binance no it's way different so they're going after security accessibility um which is incredible another blockchain does that um they do have a wallet the wallet is you know pretty much like every other wallet but it's cleaner it looks more um you know pleasing it's modern um you can switch between the uh um, the Binance Smart Chain Network to the uh, Ethereum Network. Uh, so you can hold your ERC-20 and BP 20 tokens on there. Uh, there's added Wallet Connect, so you can connect directly towards dApps. Um, and plus, I guess the big use case, like what is the purpose though? They're not doing anything new. So like I say, they want to bring wind energy and redefine it and you know make it more modern. They want to compete with solar. Round zero is going to be the Gambia. So they've been actually working from this since 2018. There's photos with the CEO, with the Gambia representatives. They're talking, they're discussing how is this going to function. The token came out in 2021, but the idea has been around for the last couple of years. He's actually been working on things. Um, so now the token is out. We have the concept of what he wants to do. Um, the Gambia is a third world country. There's not a lot of resources there. Uh, they want to bring the wind energy to the country to actually help you know, I, you know, homes get powered and, you know, businesses um, and they want to scale it there first. And if you, know, you can scale it. Huh? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I said I was actually talking to Paul. Paul, this is what I was talking to you about off camera, about what they're trying to bring to their ecosystem in like kind of like a charitable way to, to yeah. help 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 the communities around them. While obviously it's kind of I scratch your back, you scratch my back kind of thing. Uh, I was actually in an AMA night before last night. And I actually heard this, which is why I'm happy that we have you because, I mean, you just, you know, backed up that fact. But I did hear that. Uh, and I actually mentioned it to Paul uh, before before we hopped on the call. 
But yeah, sorry about that. I just thought that was yeah. very interesting because not, yeah. not a lot of crypto companies do that. Yeah, it's incredible. We have a uh, video tutorial of the wind turbine actually spinning and functioning. Um, it's in beta. Um, it's a prototype, but we can actually see what they're trying to do. We can actually um, see how it's going to look. They've walked in Gambia pretty much showing where the turbines are going to go. So they're very transparent. They're not trying to hide anything. Now, this is where things get a little funky because the turbines are cool. What does that do for yeah. me? How do I make money? Because I'm in the token to make money. This, I don't understand, but I can kind of explain it, right? So they are going to take the wind turbines and they're essentially going to plug it into the ecosystem, into the blockchain. So you have a real piece of hardware that is going to spin via the wind. Yep. And that's going to interact with the blockchain Whoa. to increase volume. So you are now... That's so cool. <laughs> you, I can't even explain it. You are no longer bind by just money, buys and sells. Just like how we can take graphics cards and Bro. literally mine money. They are essentially making the mining concept, but influencing volume to its own token that's going Yo. to help with that's going to help with the tokenomics buy sell the burn and the whole concept that they are marketing every single turn we're going to burn if they have right. dozens and dozens <laughs> and hundreds of the wind turbines this token become this token goes from a deflationary token to a hyper deflationary token now does, the burn is stupid people ask how do we get to one dollar how is it going to happen when one cent well our all-time high on v2 is one cent so we're already going to get to one cent. That's our all-time high on V2. Yeah. How do we get to $1? Well, the burn. There's burning mechanisms in place that's making token drop in circulation every single day. You know, we started on v V1 with a one quadrillion supply. Um, once we were going to V1 to V2, we had 555 trillion tokens. So we almost burned half of the supply of safe on V1 alone. Now we V2'd. Uh, we're at about 400 billion because we're... From uh from from one, one from a one quadrillion to one trillion circling a total supply, um so now we're in the billions not trillions so yeah the whole ecosystem the wind turbines will be plugged into the blockchain as it spins it influences tokenomics um that's going to help your tokenomics because you're holding a bag that's going to help the liquidity that's going to help the token burn even more um there's other things that they want to do I think they're actually going to be mining Bitcoin as well with the wind turbines and using that interesting. Yeah, I, they're going to do something with that. I don't know. There's things that we don't know. You have to like kind of dive deep and try to pull these things out from the rabbit hole. Um, this isn't just out there. I, and I, I wish they would be more transparent. I know they're behind well, NDAs the, and whatever. No, but that's but, why we have you. <laughs> like, that's well, why we have you. No, but, yeah. but that's, the, that's the thing, though. Like, that's why, that's why I wanted to say, sorry, not to cut you off. Like, and guys, listeners on both Nick's channel and our channel, this is, this is the whole point of like why I like Paul and I wanted to bring someone like Nick on because Nick is someone, like he said, he has a history of compliance. He has a history of finance, but people don't understand the level of research that you have to do to have confidence in whatever project it is that you're bringing. And the thing that if anyone's like really paying attention to what Nick is saying, Nick has told you about their team. He's told you about the tech. He's told you about the research. He's told you about the entry price and the longevity of this project and where it can go. So you've ticked off all the major boxes for a new investor or someone that wants to invest in this that doesn't have that much knowledge about SafeMoon. Now, like, you know me and where I stood, but now my ears are perked up. 
because I like that. Like the mining comment got me because uh, have you guys heard of Constellation or DAG? Yes, sir. I was thinking about it. So, the best thing in that. I like that. So, so I, I love DAG. DAG is working with a company right now to release a door miner. So it tracks door traffic. So everyone that goes in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out, you're gaining passive income in that way. So when you're telling me about what they're trying to do with the wind turbines, bro, that's so sustainable. And, and people don't understand that's green energy right there. And that's the whole entire thing now. Like everyone, like the whole entire world is trying to push to this green uh, net carbon type of type of world to live yeah. in. And I mean, that's, that's what they're doing now. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm probably still not going to buy it, but uh my question to you was you did mention that you guys are gonna have i guess it's like a slow burn kind of in a sense um do you remember pundi x where we were talking about it like a while back and pundi x was really low like what safe moon was and then pundi x had a humongous burn and the ratio kind of messed up everything because what uh was it a couple hundred dollars would have gotten you a few million pundi x at the time and then they made it they burned it so it was a million or whatever ended up being a thousand pundi x and it never recovered after that so i was i was just curious do you think that's possible to happen with safe moon well um pundi x they didn't do a burn of the current token um i believe they v2 because now there's two contracts there's pundi x old and pundi x new um yeah. and pundi x did a ten thousand to one consolidation so whatever your bag value of the old Pundi X was, you got that, but a 10,000 to one less ratio of tokens. And I feel yeah. like it turned people off because they didn't have these big amount of tokens. Instead of Pundi X going to one cent, we need a $100 Pundi X to get the same return. You know, so it yeah. really does turn people off overall. I think Pundi X as a project is still very good. Um, they're not as fast. They're a little slow in the crypto space. But I feel like, you know, maybe... Um, the numbers and people's bag size being reduced, it did turn people off. Oh. Uh, it's still a good project, right? Uh, SafeMoon did a 1,000 to 1 consolidation. Yeah, so um, yeah. If, if you held a billion tokens, your billion is now 1 million. So instead of everyone wanting SafeMoon V1 to go to 1 cent, um, we're talking about SafeMoon V2 to go to $1. Um, you know, that makes you sense. Take the same amount the of ratios X to get there. Yeah, like, you know, you're not yeah, asking yeah, for anything yeah. more. It's the same amount of X because you take off three zeros, you put three zeros, at the yeah, new yeah, price, hundred yeah. percent. Uh, you take you you take it off the price, it goes to the market cap. You just have to put zero somewhere else. Um, so is that your price targets? <laughs> well, you know, safe is rough because based off of my bag size and um, safe moon hitting you know five hundred million dollars in twenty four hour volume and it maintaining that and it's been there before. If safe moon can get to five hundred million in twenty four hour volume, we're talking about when the exchange is out, the blockchain wind turbines yeah. influencing the whole ecosystem to burn more tokens to increase volume from mining when all that is a factor i don't see how we don't sustain 500 million dollars in that environment i'm making like 1500 bucks a day it's very rough for me to sell a token that's bringing me those kind of profits much less if it goes higher if it goes to a billion dollars you know shiba shiba at the time having nothing i think it peaked at about 34 billion dollars or sixty yeah. billion dollars, it's all time high twenty four hour tra trading volume. If if a token like that got there, just based off of where it was listed, Binance, Coinbase, Crypto.com, it was everywhere, so it's very accessible. Um, if yeah. and when SafeMoon does become that accessible, there's no way volume of those numbers can't be hit. Um, 
so yeah, but I think safe moon one dollar is you know in the future for sure. All right. Yeah. Still have a couple of questions to ask you for sure. So we appreciate you going in on Safe Moon. Like, like I said, guys, like this is a guy that knows his stuff about the projects that he believes in, which leads me to this next question. Uh, what fuels your passion for this? Is it is it the research that you've done or is it something deeper? For crypto. Yeah, yeah for crypto. So I feel like everyone can relate to this. Um, chasing money is not fun. You know, the, the pursuit of, you know, trying to sell stuff online or trying to figure out how to better yourself to impress your boss, to get a higher pay raise. Um, and when you get it, it's still not enough. You always need more. I don't feel like there's nothing in my life that I could ever do anytime soon that's going to move me forward outside of, you know, just investing in crypto. Um, crypto for me, out of all the things I've seen, I tried a lot of stuff. I tried MLMs. I've tried, you know, my own businesses. I have a business. I own my own gym. I try a lot of stuff when it comes to building my wealth and moving my success forward. And a lot of it just failed or it's going to take quite a while to build up. Yep. Uh, crypto is newest up and coming. I look at it as a second wave of the stock market, although I know two of them are, are completely different. Uh, it's a similar feel, similar environment. Um, crypto just an opportunity. Um, I feel like, you know, people that, are alive today investing in crypto we need to be very appreciative of that and we're in a very privileged position yes. um, so the fact that i'm alive right now and that i know about crypto and i've invested it's just an opportunity i was born at the right time right place and i am not going to ignore what is in front of me i saw it back in 2015 um, as i went through the years i learned more and more you know, I made my first investment. It's just, I saw what was in front of me and I was looking very aggressively for something because I, I want to be comfortable. I don't think anyone cares much about being Lambo rich. It's nice to be Lambo rich, but we all want to be free. I, I care yep. about freedom. I care about being able to move how I want to move when I want to move. I want to be able to support my family, take care of everyone. And I want to do it in a very comfortable way. For me, I think crypto can do that. And yep. I believe it is, it's done a little bit of that already. It has. Um, I have other investments other than SafeMoon. SafeMoon is a three to five year back. That's not going to make me money anytime soon. What's going to make me money right now? I'm on the market looking at other tokens. I've made other investments. They've done, for the most part, very well. And I can see the progression of success. Yep. I can see... Um, how I get to my goals and how do I help my family and how do I help yep. the people that I want to help. So it is just something I looked at. And when I understood how these pieces move and um, what's the use case for crypto, what is Web3? Uh, where is this space going to be in the next five, 10 years? It's an opportunity. For that sure. Is why I'm bullish because there's nothing and I believe nothing that is going to match this opportunity. And if I miss this, if I don't capitalize, it's going to be a lost cause. Um, my, my kids, you know, all the people I could have helped, I would have let down. So I need to be very aggressive in my life. And I need to be very like understanding that, that yeah. this is something that my daughter will never get a chance to take opportunity from. Because by the time she's old enough to invest, crypto is, crypto is where it is. It's boom, yep. it's adopted, it's regulated. 
this opportunity is not going to be here in the next five, 10 years. So I just feel very privileged. I realize that I see the opportunity and that's why I'm bullish. You know, it's going to change all of our lives. I believe it. Yep. Do you guys know who Kathy Woods is? Yeah, of course. So Kathy Woods said that she expects by 2030 crypto to be a $40 trillion asset class. But, but before I let Paul say what he wants to say, um, in our last podcast, we talked about what is being rich mean to you. And Nick hit it right on the head because in a, in a nutshell, he's basically saying when you have enough money to do what you want to do, you're basically buying time. Because when you work at a nine to five, you don't, you, you don't have time. You're working on your company's time, right? But if you're working your own hours, you're able to spend time with your family and you're, you're, you're on your own dollar. You're on your own clock. But you're buying time, which is the most expensive thing that you can buy. You know what I mean? That's a really Talk good ahead. point. I, I usually you're hitting on the nail. What we, a lot of the stuff we talked about last podcast. Uh, yeah. I, last podcast, I talked about how right now I, I first got into stocks, you know, probably like five years ago and like other types of investments. Crypto is like the newest to me. And I'm in the process of the next few months of taking everything I have and putting it all my investments, putting them into crypto. I'm taking it out of stocks. And out of everything I have, because like you said, this really is an opportunity that isn't that we're, we're very blessed to be in. And uh, I feel like I felt my whole life like I missed out on the stock market. You know, yes, there are gains, but like I'm not going to get rich investing my, you know, thousand dollars, my ten thousand dollars in the stock market. Uh, but if you were alive in like, you know, 100 years ago, maybe you could have. And we're in that position now with crypto and we absolutely should capitalize on this. And like you're saying, I do not want to miss out. So that's why I'm putting all my bags in it. <laughs> Listen, bro, like, you know, we all care about one thing and that is freedom. Um, Daniel talked about it, the nine to five rat hole, the, the, the chase, the corporate world, the trying to climb this ladder that, you know, it's going to give us bigger wage, a bigger bonus, a bigger salary. Um, having to work 40 hours a week for 40 years of your life is no way to live. There is nothing of substance in that way of living. So like I said, this opportunity is unique to us because this is something that's going to be around forever. Um, Once crypto does hit the 40 trillion, do you think it's going to move much at that point? Crypto is going to be 40 trillion, bounce from 45 to 30, but you're not going to have these big thousand X spikes. You know, it's going to be very rare. In the no, stock market early, early on, adopters. yeah, yeah it, there you go. Exactly. In the stock market yeah. early on, you saw 100 X's all the time. 100x in the stock market no way it's not gonna happen are you drunk yeah. you know so yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna happen man like what <laughs> so <laughs> so you cashing out your stocks to put into crypto yes, sir. i don't give financial advice bro i'm not a doctor i can't even ride a bike don't listen to me but there's way more money to be made especially when you go into DeFi, bro we're not even talking about DeFi. bro we are not talking bro. about DeFi, listen to me. bro listen to me listen to Do me you understand me. paul DeFi? Paul is my brother. Paul is my brother. And Paul is only now listening to my advice. Paul has had me at his disposal for the better <laughs> part of 10 years. And he's only Bro. now deciding to switch I, to crypto. I wish I would have bought it way back then. I was looking back at the first crypto I bought and I got, Bro. Like, I, you know how you get Coinbase, like you can earn on Coinbase. Yeah. Well, I remember Bro. the first time I bought Cardano. That was the first thing I bought. I bought Cardano and I just was like, oh, look, I could get some chain link like on the Coinbase earn. And I was looking back at my transactions and it was at a dollar. <laughs> it was at a dollar. So Chainlink I, was at a dollar. 
it was like a dollar forty at that time, and, like a year and a half ago, two years ago, and he was there sitting there telling me, you know, you need to buy crypto. Buy it. <laughs> bro, I'll so never, I'll I'm never not missing that, the next bro. ones. I'm not missing. Bro, I'll never forget that. Nick, I was on vacation, right? And I was at the house and I'm like, Paul, I'm getting into crypto. Like, you need to get into crypto. Nah, bro, I'm going to just stick with stocks. I'm like, <laughs> Paul, get some crypto, bro. Just throw some money at it. And now, sure enough, here we are. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I put most of my investments in the past like few years, I put them all in when it crashed in March, which was great. I mean, I made good returns, of course, but mm-hmm. if same thing happened with the crypto market, if I would have put it in the crypt, if I would have, imagine if I just would have bought ETH and Bitcoin in March. Yeah, bro. I Ethereum was $150. Yeah, I would have been to I'd be rich right now. Do you see ETH, bro? <laughs> right. All-time high is um 4300 I believe. Mm-hmm. So if you bought at yeah. those bottoms, Mike, bro, my God, bro. Yeah, you'd be sitting rich. large. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. As you guys know, we always like to end the episode on some advice. We've had a killer episode. Uh, appreciate Nick Crypto Moonboy for coming on here again. And, you know, laying it down like the guy knows <laughs> a lot. Um, so we're going to let Nick give his advice. Then Paul will give his and then I'll give mine. Nick. My advice and this is going to be a little weird. I'm, I'm, I'm safe one guy, right? <laughs> don't ever get married to one coin. Don't, don't, don't get married. Um, this is why, you know, people are so diehard this point. I don't care what happens. I'm going to hold it to death. Hey, if you see that thing pump 1000%, you take your profits. Don't be married to a coin. I have a friend just like that. Bought all these coins on the bottom floor. He bought chain link, got like two bucks. He has incredible investments, but he just can't sell. And I'm like, why? It's like, Nick, just something about it. I can't sell these coins. <laughs> you can't sell your coins. You bought it to make money. Sell the coin. Anyways, don't get married to your coin, guys. I love Safe Moon. I'm die hard. I have a whole channel. 99% of it is all Safe Moon. But I have the ability to sell if I don't see what I like, if things obviously don't happen that I like, or if the price goes up enough that changes my life, I'm taking profits. Don't ever get married to your coins love that yes sir before before i give my advice please tell people the target that you have for your safe moon holdings because you said it in your video with your forty thousand like dollar my buy. uh profit taking right, how much safe how, no, no, how, how much how much safe moon do you want to have like what are you what is your goal because you said it well, in that video very, that, that's getting rough because the price is going higher but i want right now a hundred million safe moon how much is a hundred million safe and worth uh, at current price? I think about 25, uh, $250,000 right now. So I'm kind of there. I'm not far, I'm not far, but I am far. Cause it's like whale. It's a lot of money. You're yeah. a whale. You give me a safe and whale. <laughs> <a> whale. <laughs> it's a lot of money, but Hey, check me out. So if I'm holding that kind of bag, I don't need $1. I don't I need like 10 cents and I'm chilling forever. Facts. So facts, but yeah, I do have very ambitious goals. I'm trying. Hey, I, I, I might refinance my house if I can. It's not a bad idea this to me. Guy. So this guy. Uh, my advice, uh, just piggybacking off of what Nick said. Nick actually just made a really good point that I that I just thought about. So it's better to have a, a good quantity in a quality project than for you to spread your money thin in a bunch of projects. So to put that in simpler terms, it's better to have four assets, five assets with a bigger amount of shares than to have 10 assets with less amount of shares because you don't need it to go to a higher price in order to sell. Now, my advice, I already said this earlier, 
but it is to make sure that you do that research, that you look into the team, you look into the longevity of the project and you take your time and do that. Like there's a thing that people have, it's fear and you succumb to fear when you're unsure most out of anything. Uncertainty, uncertainty is the biggest driver for fear. But if you do your research, that fear literally goes away and you control it instead of it controlling you. So that's my advice. And then I'll pass that off to Paul. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to my advice is going to be to know what kind of investor you are. And what I mean by that is in this episode, you know, we've made jokes. We've talked about safe moon. We've talked about what we would invest in ourselves personally and what we wouldn't. And for each of us, that's different for all three of us. And as an individual, you need to know what kind of investor you are. You need to know if you're a short-term, long-term, if you're risk adverse, if you're young, if you're old, because I'm young. So I'm putting all my bags into a lot of riskier things because I got nothing to lose. You know, I could lose it all and I'll be fine. But, you know, if I'm 56 years old, maybe that's not the case. So I guess my advice is just know your goals, know where you're trying to get and set yourself up for that because, um, that's how you're going to reach success. That's mine. You guys killed it. Um, I, I feel like no, you, kill, mine. you killed it. You I mean, killed I'm it. Mine, bro. Now you guys are right. talking about success and that's how you change your life. And I'm just like, don't get married. So no, that, that, bro. that could change your life. But, the, the, but that's the thing though. Like, I, I mean, bro, how many people have you seen? Like the hardest part in crypto, hardest part in investing in general is like, and you can probably clip this too, Paul, but like the hardest part in crypto is selling hitting that sell button is the hardest thing to do because people fall in love with their uncapitalized gains i see it happen way too Mm -hmm. often oh bro i got a million in uncapped gains okay bro who gives a shit have you cashed it out (laughs) like (laughs) it's like like bro me if i cash if i cash out 20k right for example i cash out 20k i real i realize 20k and you have an uncapped of a million right my realized 20k is worth more than your million yes sir that's just facts mm-hmm. like until you take it like for sure until you stable coin you know. it it means nothing <laughs> yeah, yeah bro until, sure. until, until, until i get that 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 20 staking in nexo that it don't hey! give shit. <laughs> yo imagine having that million and staking it in nexo for that 20 percent. that is life-changing bro we talked we, talk, we talked about that in the last in the last podcast Dude, we talked about that and literally that is literally that is what i recommend that. bro yes. you take your profits you stable coin it don't don't stay on the market for too long make your money bro, if, if you want to keep your three to five years back, cool but you need to have some good profits that are guaranteed that you can stake and chill earn passive income you bro that. but but that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like all right for me and me and paul were talking about this and like feel free to, paul to edit this or clip this and we can send it to you nick if you want but we were talking about this right i'm saying if you were if we if i was lucky enough to get a million dollars out of the market even not even a five hundred thousand out of the market i will put two hundred thousand dollars to stake i will take a hundred thousand dollars to live off of i will put a hundred thousand dollars back into the market and then i will take my last one hundred thousand dollars and I will buy mining rigs. I will buy a other stuff that I can generate passive income with. Cause like, bro, I put a helium rig, helium rigs in my house. They don't cost that much. Mm-hmm. And I'd buy it while the token is down. Like, bro, like people, people really don't understand this kind of thing, but people are happy with their 0.1% saving accounts. So they get Bank of America. It is ridiculous. All right, everybody. That was episode number eight of the future money show. Thank you so much for watching. We had an awesome guest. Thanks for coming on. 
right. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know if you guys have any questions or want to talk about anything on the podcast. We'll do that for you. Uh, make sure you follow us on all socials and on YouTube. Make sure you follow Crypto Moon Boy. Follow yes, all channels. And uh, yeah, thanks for watching. Peace out.